This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's go to Vancouver City Hall now and talk about what's going on down there, especially with the controversial 2020 budget for the city. You add up all the proposed tax hikes and fees there, 9.3%. That's got a lot of people flipping out. That is too much. So Vancouver City Council taking a look at that and saying, all right, if you want to pay less taxes, that means you're going to get less services as a result. And here's some scenarios they're looking at. So they're looking to trim that tax hike, possibly, but also trimming some services as well. Also going on at Vancouver City Hall this week, taking a look at three potential new apartment buildings in the city, 241 total units. Those are badly needed. Some of these uh, developments controversial, as always. Let's check in with Dan Fumano now, the very fine City Hall columnist at the Vancouver Sun and the province. VancouverSun.com is where you can find his stuff. Theprovince.com. At Fumano on Twitter. Hi, Dan. Hey, Mike. Thanks a lot for coming on. Let's talk about the budget first of all. So there's been a big sure. backlash to the hikes for property taxes, right? What are people saying? Like, are people just mad as hell about these tax hikes? Oh, yeah. I mean, the initial draft budget that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago showed a, basically, the staff was saying they would need an 8.2% property tax hike to fund, fully fund the budget if everything was approved. And that's way above the sort of historical average. Obviously, it's far above the rate of inflation or the size of population growth. Uh, it's more than double sort of what the 10-year average had been. So significantly higher than uh, what people had been uh, sort of yearly increases people had seen in recent years. Yeah, no kidding. So now they're taking a look at some other scenarios. So what are they going to? So what kind of cuts are they looking at if they want to bring in a smaller tax hike? Well, yeah, that's what happened basically yesterday at City Hall. So Tuesday, uh, council directed staff to sort of go away and do some work and come back and report on basically what they could cut to get to a seven percent tax increase, a 6% tax increase, or a 5% increase. And that's what we heard back yesterday. They're talking about cutting things, you know, uh, and on one end, things like uh, delaying projects like seismic upgrades and things on public buildings, uh, slowing down the citywide planning process that they're uh, just getting underway with. Uh, and then some of the deeper levels of cuts, like at the 5% property tax increase would include uh, delaying some planned hiring for the police department and the fire department, oh. uh, both of which, uh, you know, b- both chiefs were there yesterday, Chief Palmer from the police and Chief Reed from the fire department. And they were there yesterday just to explain to council how, uh, you know, problematic they saw those uh, hiring freezes as being. Yeah. Okay. Some of these proposed cuts, controversial as well, Dan, like removing funding for Oppenheimer Park on the list there. How would that work? Uh, basically, I guess, I'm not sure exactly how they would cover it, but um, they've got a certain amount in the budget that is carved out for support services at Oppenheimer Park. Uh, obviously, the tent city ongoing there, that's a bit of a fluid situation, I guess, with the park board uh, this week, uh, just sort of starting to move forward with decampment. Um yes. But uh, they've got certain things in the budget going into next year uh, reserved for different um, areas, and that would be kind of one of the contingency funds. So, I mean, they're even talking about things like, you know, reducing the amount that they're saving for snow and storm uh, response. And I guess they could reduce it and just kind of hope for the best. <laughs> well, that one jumped out at me as well. I mean, how do you reduce spending on snow removal? I mean... 
Yeah, I mean, if we get a dump of snow and we're in some kind of snowmageddon, uh, does this, doesn't the city have any choice? I mean, they got to send the bulldozers out and the plows out and remove the snow, don't they? I mean, do they got any discretion there to cut, cut spending and save money there? You know, I'm not sure. And I think that is kind of the, the challenge that council's faced with. The, the city's CFO, Patrice Impey, told council yesterday, you know, council has a tough job. Obviously, nobody wants to pay more taxes. And, you know, these property taxes, we often hear about the impact on homeowners, which is understandable, but they obviously affect yeah. everybody from renters to business owners. And, you know, business owners could be potentially impacted particularly hard. Uh, so, you know, the CFO was saying to council, it's a very difficult decision. Um, they're going to have to decide what to cut. And, you know, some of the councillors are certainly frustrated, feeling that there must be fat to trim somewhere. Um, But the CFO is coming to them and saying, here's what we could decrease or delay. Yeah, I mean, these are controversial proposed tax hikes for sure, but some of the cuts that they're proposing are controversial as well. I mean, when you start talking about delaying hirings of, of police officers or firefighters obviously you're you're asking for trouble there or controversy some of the other things on the list here eliminate funding for additional street cleaning uh reduce library branch hours reduce Mm -hmm. special events funding like this is really sort of cutting some frontline services here how are they going to decide how they do this dan i mean they've put these options in front of council here now do they vote on it next or what happens next Yeah, so basically, council received the uh, report yesterday from staff, the CFO, and then some other senior city staffers, the head of planning, the head of arts and cultural services, uh, as, as I mentioned, the police and fire chiefs were there. So now council's got this report before them outlining basically four different scenarios for sort of how and how where to cut. Um, and then they're going to come back on Tuesday. So this coming Tuesday, December 17th, council has got basically a reserve day on the calendar where they will be meeting just to discuss this, and I guess they're going to vote on it, they're going to debate it. Before they vote, they'll debate it, they'll talk about amendments, they'll try to come up with something, I guess, that the majority of them can live with. The CFO was urging them to make sure they do try to approve a budget before the end of the year. Technically, they can defer it and uh, approve a budget in the new year, but it is kind of considered the best practice to get the year's budget in place before the calendar year ends. Okay, speaking to Vancouver Sun City Hall columnist Dan Fumano about what's going on at Vancouver City Hall right now. Dan, let's talk a little bit about some of these proposed apartment buildings. These are badly needed rental housing in the city of Vancouver, and I know you write you write in the paper today, Vancouver Mayor Kennedy Stewart is a big backer of, of more rental housing in the city. So mm-hmm. three apartment buildings proposed here. Where are these located and how many units are we talking about here? Um, so in all, I think it's... 240-some-odd units. Yeah, 241 uh, got, units. Yeah. So two of them, two of those buildings are, uh, coincidentally, right beside our Vancouver Sun and Province newsroom in East Vancouver, uh, kind of near East Broadway and Renfrew. Uh, they're two separate proposals, technically, but they're from the same developer, and they're kind of uh, just on the same street uh, right near each other uh, on Renfrew in East Van. Those ones, I think, are about 80, 90 units each. Um, total, all of them are rental apartments. 20% of those units would be secured for uh, lower, sort of moderate income households, which is defined as a household earning between thirty dollars and $80,000 a year. So that could be two income earners, potentially. Um, and those ones haven't generated a ton of controversy. They're kind of beside, uh, you know, the Vancouver Community College, and there's some commercial space around there. There's this big commercial park where we are, coincidentally, right now. 
they haven't generated a ton of backlash. There's only a handful of people that have signed up to speak against those. But right. there's this other project in Kitsilano, which is a five-story rental building, about 63 units, that has generated considerable backlash from the neighborhood. And there's a bunch of people who are opposed to that one. Okay, what are the opponents of that one in, in Kits saying? Why are they opposed to it? A lot of the things they're saying are things that are not uncommon when you hear people being opposed to a new building in their neighborhood. They're saying it's too tall. That's the first thing we're hearing. Um, some people are complaining that there's too many parking spaces you know, underneath the building, so it's going to bring a whole bunch of new cars to the neighborhood and uh, mess up traffic, uh, you know, cause too much traffic. And, um, you know, there's, there, there's this kind of sense that some people have that this new program, basically these three buildings, what's interesting about them is they're the first ones to come to council for a decision under this new moderate income rental housing pilot project, where, as I mentioned earlier, 20% of the units are secured at sort of lower, deeper levels of affordability. Um, But so some of these, some of the people opposing the building uh, say that they feel like, oh, it's a giveaway to developers. It's, it's, you know, the city's giving too much away to these private developers. Right. It's one of these classic kind of city hall cases where everybody agrees we need more rental housing. I don't think Mm -hmm. you can find anyone who doesn't agree on that. Then when you propose to build some rental housing, you know, the NIMBYs come out of the woodwork and say, oh, it's too tall, we don't want it. Is this a tough call for Kennedy Stewart and the, and the rest of the Vancouver City Council here on these projects? Well, I mean, as you mentioned earlier, you know, Kennedy Stewart has said quite publicly and quite frequently that he believes the city needs a lot more rental housing. Right. Now, by law, I think he has to go into all of these public hearings, as does everybody else on council. They all have to go in with an open mind, not having previously made up their mind. They have to listen to the speakers listen to the proponents, listen to city staff, ask questions. So they have to go in with an open mind. Now, that being said, the mayor ran last year a campaign that was largely focused on housing and said he wanted to dramatically increase the supply of rental housing in the city. Um, So that's sort of no surprise there. We know where he stands and we know where a lot of the other councillors stand on that idea. There are some councillors who have kind of questioned if we do need as much new housing as the city's current targets project. When are they going to decide this? Well, it'll come to a public hearing this evening. I'll be at City Council, I'll be at City Hall about 6 o'clock. The hearing will get started. They're going to start with those two East Vancouver ones first, uh, which, as I mentioned, don't have as many speakers signed up. So we might get decisions on one or both of those tonight. Now, the Kitsilano one has got a whole bunch of people signed up to speak, so I'm guessing we probably won't get through the whole thing tonight. Might get a decision on that one next week, potentially. But then okay. the decision, whichever way these ones go, it might give you an indication of all of these other hundreds and hundreds of other units in the other proposals through this pilot project, which will be coming before council in the new year. Great job, Dan. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right, that is Dan Fumano, the City Hall columnist at the Vancouver Sun.